You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live This Week, featuring news and commentary on This Week in Black Hollywood. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live this week, Dario Kristen. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week. I am your host, Dario Kristen. I'm excited because it is Thanksgiving week. Woo-hoo! I get to eat a lot of turkey and we things that I normally like would mm. not eat. Mm. Mm. Because I'm, trying to, keep, I'm trying to keep in shape, but I'm going to eat like an animal this week. Ooh. But joining me today. That's very extra. You like that? I was so extra. Like an animal. Like an animal. Like an animal. Like, an animal. Care of those ladies like when there. the white man came over and treated oh. the damn Native Americans like animals. Uh, okay, well, you're taking oh. it way too deep. Oh, Emma, I'm taking it well, too deep. Mr. You're deep today. It too Jesse, too deep. Jesse Let me Jandy. come in with the with, uh, Jesse bl- black face. Jesse Jandy coming in. I'm taking it too deep. Jesse Jandy coming in with his. Yeah, you better not come here with no black face. Don't you come up in here with that. Emma coming in. My dancing with the stars tan and cream on. That's All right, stupid. well, say hello to the audience. <laughs> What's up? All right, Courtney Stewart's also here with us today. Hello, hello. Look, I like your little cream. I jumping know. Off I over look there. all like professional. Today. You do. You look real corporate. Yeah, I'm trying to be corporate. I love it. You corporate swag over there. I, I corporate swag, down swag real well. You should see the shoes too. You got to show the shoe game. I Why got you? some booties. It's I'm not gonna throw it's my leg up. It's inappropriate. Yeah. There's nothing inappropriate on this show. That's that's. That's appropriate. It's not appropriate. <laughs> There's nothing I inappropriate. Can't, I can't talk because I can't see straight right now. My right contact lens is really messed up. Sorry. Oh, that's the worst. It's so messed up. So this whole episode, you're gonna... this whole episode, I'm literally gonna be like, oh, I can't. Like, uh, she's blinking. I don't know what's wrong. Anyway, this is not about me. It's about this week. What's right. this? Okay, J Lo. That's right. 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 She I killed know, it last right? night as she was singing to that track, trying to act like she was singing. Ooh. Listen now, you don't, you don't think J Lo was singing the first? Hell no. For real. Hold up, hold up. Here's what I'm gonna just say, and I'm I'm not saying that she did sing to she that track. But I have to say, actually, I do know that she has been working with Stevie um Damn it, damn it. No. He made Selena Gomez yeah, be able to mm-hmm. sing. Yeah. But she it was a made little Selena too good. Gomez be able to sing? Come on. It was a little I mean And that was live. No, no. Don't get me wrong, it was great. I loved it. She, I thought it was listen. amazing. But I sat there the whole time like, girl, that's a track. That's real cute. I like how you did that. I like how you did it, girl. She did it real good. She did it good. If it was a track, I ain't mad at you, J Lo. I am mad at you. Everything is a throwback to her singing with Ja Rule. And if Ja Rule is on tune more than you are, you should not be singing. Yeah, but she broke those dancers down. And how old is J-Lo? She's in like 40s. 47? 45 or something? Listen, she I don't looks, know. I think 46. She, she's killing it. She, she looks better than a lot out. of 20-year-old chicks. She, that whole dance break was the best thing I've seen since... It, honestly. Since Britney. Yeah. And no, she snakes. killed it. Snakes. And it was... Oh, speaking of... I'm sorry. I just have to say this because we're fanning out right now. But like when she did the end when... Bitch um, better have my money. Yes. And they were all like all over her. It was very reminiscent of the Slave for You video when they were all like oh, climbing yeah, yeah, all yeah, over yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, give you that. I was like, yeah. La- last point because we got a lot of topics to talk about today. But 
Do you think that Nikki was really throwing shade? Because yes. I didn't feel like she was. I did. I don't think Nikki was throwing shade. I felt like J-Lo threw all of the shade. <laughs> I felt like Nikki received it upon her, but felt like, you know, she I, was like, I'm oh. above this. My albums, my songs are on the charts. Yours aren't. Hence why you're not singing any of yours. But, but at the same time, like J-Lo that. shitted on Beyonce, uh, Nikki, and everyone. I'm but sorry. I feel like it was celebrated. It was, she was celebrating. And I feel like Nikki's face, like she should have been like, oh, shit, yeah. yeah. But her face was like... Well, she always gives the stank face all the time, and I, I'm starting to feel like even it, during Ariana's performance, and she did the song she, yeah. last year with Ariana, she still has stank face. But I felt it was shade only because J Lo said, "You know, I want to talk about all the songs that were really hot yeah. this year." She didn't do her booty, which was one that was a hot song this year, and Anaconda was two years ago. Oh, so it was just I was and there wondering. was drama between the Anaconda song and the booty song, the J Lo versus Nicki. So oh. I just felt like. I mean, maybe she just got her years mixed up. She was too busy trying to dance. Is that what it was? And sing. That's what it was. And sing. Or non-sing. All All right. right. We got a lot of topics (laughs) today, including a Chicago woman starts a sex strike to end violence. Mm. ABC scandal finale draws up controversy. Yeah. Welcome to Sweetie Pies. Our family on OWN is back. We're excited for their new sixth season. And then lots of drama around the Hollywood Reporter cover. It features all white actresses and Oscar nominations. What? And, yes, I know. So it, they're talking shocking. about kind of the upcoming Oscars, and there's a lot of people who are upset there's no women of color on that cover. We'll talk about that. But first, we are going to talk about what the new Buzzmeter question is, which you have, Jesse. What is that question? Boom. So, do y'all feel, we've been talking about this patty pie, the sweet patty pie. I mean, patty it's so viral. Patty. We were talking about it on Black Tea Party. Uh, but, I just felt like Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg right there. That but was anyways, a real Whoopi moment. Whoopi yeah, moment. moment. Yeah, that was a moment. But, um, we want to know what you guys think. Do you guys, we're going to discuss a little more, but do you guys think that Patty LaBelle owes her viral fan credit for selling her patty pies? We're going to talk about today, though. And you know, I, social media I is a, a big lot, thing. I have a lot of things to say about it. All right. All right, we're going to move on to the trending topics with, of course, DJ Jesse J. Boom. Well, this boom, should be boom. called Chicago Hollywood Live because, damn, Chi-town. a lot's going on in Chi-Town. Um, well, so there's a substitute teacher at the John Fisk Elementary School, sixth grade class, um, who had come in, which this was really interesting to me because I never knew substitute teachers create lesson plans. Me either. I thought they just came oh, in on someone else's. I thought they had to follow yeah, whatever follow the lesson whatever plan, plan was. was created. Well, maybe if they're in for an extended period of time, like if it's like they're on there because maternity leave or something okay, well, like that, yeah, like that, they that, might that be could, there for a while. Okay, so they didn't get into but, that kind of detail of how long the substitute teacher was a part of this at all. But... Basically, what happened was a little boy had gone home to school. Um, it was actually Katrina Sanders' uh, child who had gone, come home from school and was asked, you know, Mommy, hey, I need some help with homework. I don't know who this person is. We have to, you know, look this person up. And Mom was like, oh, come on, let's sit on down and let's look at what your homework is. And the homework came out to be about rapper Chief Keef. Some of the questions on the homework <laughs> were asking about what year did Chief Keith drop out of uh, school? What year was he... Sh- uh, who shot him? What year was he shot? Um, uh, Katrina Sanders was livid in finding this out. And house to rest. And also upset uh, to find out that she, her child had to answer questions on Fetty Wap, Nicki Minaj, and Chris Brown. Um... She was really upset because more of the fact that some of the questions were about sexual 
situation. Sixth grade? Anti-gang. Sixth grade. And um, using the term B, bitches. Um, <laughs> and then they were quizzed on the Illuminati. Yes. <laughs> now, we all know I'm a big conspiracy theorist, but yes. I don't put that on the children. I actually thought of you when I read about mm. the Illuminati. You, I would not put that on the children. I used to work at the Boys and Girls Club. I didn't have these kind of discussions with them, and mm-hmm. nor would I create a lesson plan for it. Um, what are you guys thinking about this? The school is not too far. Well, okay. First of all, this <laughs> wasn't, wasn't this a music program? It was a music yeah. program, right? Okay. So, okay. So, here's the thing. I would have been okay if if the teacher, the substitute, had done kind of a history of hip hop, maybe uh, like it's kind of tied it into the music program, and maybe talking about how some of these rappers have made, you know, had a, a hard life and made something out of themselves well, later that's on. What they're fighting, that's what that's they're, what they're saying, fighting. Like, well, that's what the record label, his record yeah. label, is saying. He thinks it's ridiculous that people are upset about it because it, he feels that, you know. He made a, a he he said that basically he is a statistic. He's just like pretty much a lot of young Chicago men right. growing up who have had a, a confrontation with the law at one point. Maybe had some baby mamas. Maybe had a little bit of drama. Maybe been house arrested. You know, I don't know. But basically, the, his record label is saying, "Why are you making a big deal about this? Because you know this could be any person." <laughs> now that's cool because you know they're saying how he has become successful. But my problem is, if I did have a sixth grader and they came home and that's what their curriculum was. Because what age is sixth grade? You're like twelve. You're yeah. twelve. You're eleven. Yeah, you're 12. twelve. You're eleven and twelve. And do it, it, like I said, if it had an agenda where you're doing a history of rap, hip hop history, and you are using him as an example of how they've changed their lives, I'm okay with it. But just to kind of just talk about it and then just like what are you what? talking about the drill music in Chicago? Like I'm just like. Uh. I feel like I mean, he's I don't, part of the Chicago experience. I feel so. like we don't have enough information, really, to like fully <laughs> articulate an opinion on this. Because I would like to believe, I always try to give the benefit of the doubt mm. that you're not just on some crack pipes and <laughs> making up nonsense for the kids. Like there, there had to be a greater plan in this. But like, I need to Fetty know Wap, what right. the greater. I know I, when I saw I mean, that, I was like, I really? Thought, <laughs> I mean, really? Well, but Fetty Wap is a very relevant figure in popular music this year this year right now and i think there is a certain level of value in figuring out in terms of our education in general how things are much more applicable in your actual day-to-day experience when i'm talking about that i'm talking about like learning banking and credit cards and stuff like that but i could see how possibly (laughs) there might be there might have been a larger Sort of premise that this teacher had going on that we're just not hip to right now because this I, don't I feel like there has right. to be more to this. Okay. But maybe right. even but if it was a history mind, of none of that was spoken about in any of the articles. No, no, of, of course yeah. not. Because what's but catchy they're gonna, they're gonna is finding negative. out. Like, oh yeah. my god, he's, yeah. she's talking about Fetty Wap. Like, okay, but why? Like, what about Fetty Wap? Maybe she knows something about Fetty Wap. We don't know. That is very applicable to a sixth grader's education in music, and maybe that's when Fetty Wap discovered his wapness or whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, but who shot? Chief Keep, like, I don't know, there's just certain questions that it, it's just like, you know, what age did he drop out? Okay, fine. Like, I understand that. I understand how we could make curriculum up. We've had this conversation yes. with other yeah, artists yeah. before. You know, so I, I, it's not crazy to me, but like, some of the questions, like the Illuminati, that's not something that should be, is like, that's even like an actual book that you can bring out and have a conversation about why is that being discussed in music? Well, books? but well, at <laughs> the same time, the Illuminati is this whole idea that we have set up culture as a 
situation that people, people are following for I mean the idea is like yeah. figuring out like how culture is moving all in the same direction about the same stuff even if we all identify it as ridiculous and stupid and this idea that the Illuminati is like running things like is a legitimate honest sociological conversation I could get with I could get with the Illuminati like there's legit sociological conversations that sixth graders can have like, I, yeah, they're I starting to question those yeah. things so I think maybe it sounds crazy but I think we're missing some information I agree Unless they just did, I was hoping that maybe the article was saying that they did a history on Chicago hip hop artists. That yeah, I mean, you know, like, then hey, that would make yes, sense, it. you know. Then you could throw it in. But I want to know when the kids walked into the class, how did the class start? Like, how did she? Did she say, "Hey, everybody, she said, everyone, welcome to class"? This is what we gonna talk about today. Talk about Wap today. Let's throw on some Fetty Wap first. And did she did she play the music or the videos? Did she play I'm the like, video hey, music? what's up? Hello. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. So, you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's but a, she got it's, it fired. crazy. Well, or, there you go. Yeah. Sorry about it. Girl. And they said that as soon as the Must principal heard, out, heard about it, enough. she was out. Mm. So It wasn't quite a part of the core. Yeah. Well, all right, moving on from that, maybe things might look a little better um, for Miss April Lawson. Who, well, <laughs> so, you know, we keep talking about Chirac. Yes. Spike Lee's joined that drops out next week. Um, well, Miss April Lawson feels like maybe a little bit inspired because she has done, went to change.org and started a petition, y'all. <sighs> she said exact same thing that Mr. Spike Lee say. She said, no peace, no peace. So <laughs> she holding out. She's saying she is has wrote a petition for all of Chicagoans to sign in which it says in our day and age problems will not be addressed until it directly affects men due to the killing of nine year old Tyshawn Lee and 20 year old model Kaylin Pryor I um, will hold my vow until all men in every neighborhood take an oath to be proactive instead of passive and she challenges all women in Chicago that's a very nebulous statement. Well, I mean, it's so a little they, longer than that. So I just they all decided reading. to be proactively what? Well, wait, it's a longer than that, but oh, okay. I just you, you summed it up. Right. But I, I mean, you, basically, I she wants the men of Chicago to do something positive about the gun stance and and, and actually show that they she actually care. So, I here's what I was saying about this whole thing. After watching the movie. I was like, you know what, like, in this day and age, you know, we're always saying, like, what's a crazy way for it to really, like, come down? If some, if we could get every woman to agree to this, and every gay man, because y'all trifling asses would be so thrilled that these women would give up sucking dick, that you gay boys would be right on out there like, hey. Wow. <laughs> they they, they, t- they hit that in the movie, I'm just saying. They even hit that part That's, in the movie. Uh, go them. All right. Covering all bases. All bases. All, yeah. all bases. So all dick suckers signed the petition in Chicago. That there will be no release of any kind <laughs> of any until kind. the guns have been released. All right. What are y'all now. thinking? Do you think? I mean, I'm. I, I'm a part of me is a little happy to see like it's happened. This before. people are making fun of this movie. Yes, they are. But it has actually worked yeah. in other countries before. So. Uh, Lamaya Guabui in of, Liberia. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. In Liberia, a woman did the same thing, and it worked. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> Stop the war from coming. I mean, yeah. I think it's theoretically a good idea. Um, but Daryl's bitter because he's like, I didn't do anything. I don't want my I don't. Gone. I don't live in Chicago. Shit. <laughs> 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 um, do it nationwide, worldwide, yeah. and we can stop all this violence. Well, in 
I mean, listen, we said this on the show when we were talking about the movie. If you want to, you know, get a man where he needs to be gotten, that's going to be one of the things is to take away the sex. Now, here's the question. Does that qualify for the prostitutes? Yes. Yes. Oh, no. Because when I saw this. you couldn't even go to the strip clubs because all the strip clubs was dry. No strip clubs, nothing. But that's money right there. I don't know. They're not going to give up the double bill. They gave up the money. I'm telling you. Go see Chirac. I'm telling you, it can be done. I always wonder, though, like, because, uh, like, okay, so we know that it was based on the play Lysistrata. Mm-hmm. And so I remember reading that in, like, 11th grade drama class. And I always wondered, like, okay, but doesn't it kind of also have maybe the opposite effect? Because if nobody's getting sex and everybody's really uh, hostile and frustrated. Yeah. So I feel like that could also exacerbate the violence. Yeah. So I, I, I just I wonder. It, yeah. I just wonder if it wouldn't make you more violent. But maybe it would make you more violent in the beginning. And then, and then it's like, because I want to get it. And the only way you're going to get it is whatever. So you have to let it get worse for it to get better. Yeah, but then how do you really control the result? You know what I'm saying? Do you? Is it just a periodic thing? You know, things get better, then once again... You stop you, fucking you up. Stop fucking, when the you know babies, you know, when you the babies ain't, no ain't dying out. in the streets no more, then we can say, okay, now y'all can have a little something. If a baby dies in the street again, then we back on it. No pooty tanging, no that you're probably on dance for shake your uh, thing. Rough. All right, that's rough. All right. I mean, how I'm many gonna, people have signed up for it? Uh, I want to say Does it's like two hundred. I just said two. I was like, oh, yeah, hold two. On, it's only two hundred. I'll get it. That's a that's a low. Needs, that's a low number. That is very low. Yeah. She gonna need like twenty thousand. She needs to go to the White House no, for no, this no. one, or like she needs to go to the governor of Chicago. Well, the mayor? Just watch I mean, the, the mayor. Movie. Excuse me. All the I'm mayor of Chicago. Just watch the movie. Just everybody watch the movie watch and the pretend movie. like it's happening, yeah. and that you don't want it to happen, and then stop killing each other. There you go. Winning. You don't want to go there. You don't want it to get to that point. Help your brothers out, Daryl. Tell them something. Brother, Listen, brother. Because we, we don't have any other solutions. Like, Just no sex. Why not try sex? Get Obama involved. He's from Chicago. He might get involved as soon as he's done popping off at everybody. And yeah. telling them not to pop off. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's. A, I mean, it's a great It's a great strategy. But great in theory. In theory. Don't know. I don't, don't know. know if it'll really. I don't know. I, it wouldn't work probably because people wouldn't actually commit to it. The way I'm surprised Spike to. hasn't said anything about it. No, actually. he did. He, po- oh, he did. reposted it. He's just happy about it. He, like, okay. he was excited. Well, mm-hmm. I would like to see it stop, you know? Yeah. I would be amazed. I'd join the club, but I don't live would in you? Chicago. I would. I'd do it for that reason. I don't know if I trust you. Quite. I would I do it. What so. do you mean trust me? I don't think that's I'm true. not going to slip it in in Chicago for all the needy <laughs> men that are not getting it. <laughs> what? Totally on the bandwagon. I would so do it. Uh, I would no, actually find I it amusing. You. I would totally do it. I this is I find this fascinating. This is I like performance it. art in the best like cultural sense I've ever like political. It would be fantastic. I think wow. we should do it nationwide. Yeah. Well. Cut all y'all off. Listen. That's mm-hmm. there's not violence everywhere. Four days ago there it, were fifty supporters. Oh. oh. Dang girl. She needs. She needs a good push. She, she needs, needs somebody. Well, she like, needs somebody big. I think maybe next week it'll. Maybe she, needs, she needs somebody like Holly Berry to endorse it. It's hard though because she's choosing to do this like when it's starting to get cold. 
Yeah. And you want to be a lot of baby makeups. Yeah, you're right. Netflix and chill. Like, people like, "Mm." summer babies. And it's holidays. Like, nobody wants to be alone at the holidays not getting it in. So, yeah, but it's also like you're eating a lot. You're not really body conscious. So, you might be like, oh, you know, I'm good this winter. Like, no, you cold. You cold. You want to. I would be by myself. Well, in LA, we'd be fine. You want to get Netflix and chill. That's what you want to do. It's cold. Good luck, girl. Maybe you don't want to do Netflix and chill. Maybe you're watching your favorite TV show. Like, maybe Real Housewives of Atlanta loving hip hop or The Walking Dead. Well, whatever your favorite TV show is, as soon as it's over, head over to AfterBuzzTV.com right after it, and we'll be there talking about it, just like we will be talking about Real Housewives and loving him. Loving him. Nobody, <laughs> loving nobody, him nobody can talk today. You know why? Because I'm ready to eat. Yeah, I'm hungry, and it's Monday, and we're and we not wanna, used to it on Monday. And we want to pay a bell pie. Um, all right, we're not moving no on to, to gossip with Courtney Stewart. Sorry. Kind of gossip. Let's see. All right, um, what we got going on this week? So the Twitterverse and everywhere else erupted in an uproar again over a very scandalous scandal plotline. So for those of y'all that didn't watch or haven't watched the most recent scandal, which was the winner finale, just going to shut it off because I'm about to ruin it for you if you didn't see it. So go ahead. I want to hear about it. Oh, you messed it up for me. Like, if you too late, turn this off for a minute and then turn us back up in another second. Okay, so what went down on Scandal this week, you guys, for the first time in TV history, we saw, like, an on-camera abortion occur. So basically, Liv was getting it in with the president. If y'all don't know the storyline, she's in the house now, living in the big house with... I almost said Massa. Woo! Living with Fitz. And it almost came out. But uh, so she's been living with Fitz. And basically, it was not very explicitly said. But what we see throughout the episode, um, there's obviously talk of reproductive rights because Melly is on the Senate floor and she's filibustering a, a bill that is like basically going to block um, uh, funding for Planned Parenthood. So that note was already in the whole episode. And then come towards the end of the episode, we've got Olivia laid up on a table at the doctor's office having a very calm procedure. She's awake. She's looking at the ceiling. There's music playing. She's having this procedure. Appears to be an abortion. Then she goes back to the White House and has a very intense, wonderful, wonderful scene. Conversation with Fitz about basically how they ain't gonna be together and it ain't gonna work and she never actually tells him what happened. We don't know, but we could assume that it was Fitz's baby. She just got rid of it. There was an amazing monologue by Papa Pope talking about how family ruins everything, basically. Playing over this really dark version of Silent Night while this abortion scene is sort of happening. So there was some really intense moments and, of course, everybody erupted on social media like oh my god did they just do that there were some people that were like in super support of course Carrie Washington who plays Olivia Pope on the show um, hashtag on her social media she said quote I stand with Millie and hashtag I stand with Planned Parenthood obviously in support um, there's a writer by the name of Alexa Combs who's a blogger who basically was upset because she said it was an hour long advertisement for Planned Parenthood and she said it was the scene where Olivia was undergoing the um, procedure was, quote, truly vile and stomach-churning scene. Um, and people continued to comment. There were people on both sides, obviously, because it's both sides of debates, but it's um, female reproductive rights right in your face in a way that it has never been on television before. We kind of saw it. Shonda is actually the only other person, as far as I'm aware, that kind of already showed a similar scene when she did that on um, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy yeah. um, I feel like Grey's Anatomy, it was when uh, Dr. Yang was having the same procedure and it was a little less intense than Olivia's just because the way they like 
put the Silent Night music and po- uh, yeah. Papa Pope's whole speech about and family yeah. and all of that was a really interesting. Obviously, it's a different show. So I feel like it struck a different note with people because I feel like nobody gave that serious of a reaction when it was on Grey's Anatomy in the way that they gave it for Scandal. But there you go. Everybody was in their feelings about her right to choose. Well, it's <clears> interesting <throat> to me because we talk about this a lot. We on AfterBuzz, we do a show called East Los High, which is a Hulu-based show, and it ha- yeah. every episode is kind of like this, where they there's a a topic yeah. like a, a domestic abuse, and then they kind of fill that in throughout the show, and that carries it. And you know, it's very PSA at certain times, and this carried that through this. Now, I think people are flipping out about it because even it was shocking for me to hear parent parent planning it like period in the show because it took me out of the element of this is scandal now and then it became something else right and it was interesting i thought of east los high is this something that you see this going towards uh in the future where this is such a big political discussion you know that maybe writers would be able to persuade an audience by putting these type of things in the number one shows? Or I don't know. What are you guys thinking? I mean, I see nothing wrong with it. It's real life. We put everything else on television. Yeah. We talk about everything else. We talk about racism. We talk about sex. We talk about all these other things. So why? Uh, because abortion is such the hidden thing that people don't want to talk about. Yeah. It's like hidden in the closet that it's not okay to put on television. They were making a big deal because they said well, that... Well, not my, that, but my thing is is more like because they chose to use... Like on East Los High, they don't really use like whatever the... Like they don't really use like Na- real life names. You know what they're alluding to, but I feel like you mean people that they are selecting like out, branded Planned Parenthood. Yeah, I think so people. That, that's what is really. I don't know. I, that's I see how nothing I wrong it. with it. I don't see. I think people are just see. searching to make a big deal about it because even they were saying that Carrie's face, she had no regret or something. Well, that was the big thing, that and that's also thing. probably why for Grey's Anatomy it wasn't such a, because Grey's Anatomy's episode it was much more of a struggle for Christina to determine like because she knew she knew she wanted it for herself, but her husband didn't want her to have it, and it was this whole emotional like thing about it but Olivia Pope was kind of like this is what I have to do this yeah. is what I've done <laughs> and I'm going back to work like yeah. and it was a very simple whatever so a lot of people took fault and problem with that but, but I mean, she represents a, a, yeah. a, a portion of women who have the same feeling about it a large group of women so, and it is very honest and if you're going to do a show about DC and DC politics like that's real keep politics it real. so yeah. I, I applaud it I think it was fine boom Boom. And it got the ratings at the end of the day. Of course it sure. did. Of course it life. did. But oh, Papa Pope, how I love you. Moving on. Love. Everybody don't share the love, y'all. They don't. <laughs> and it breaks my heart to give you this story this week because I have so much love for Patty LaBelle. <laughs> but she just want to make everybody mad this week. She's the shade queen. She's the shade queen she in every way. I'm so, oh my God. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be amazing. But she would shade all of them. It would just be like the Patty show. It would be nothing about them. <laughs> That's but, fine. Okay, so this week in Patty LaBelle News. So as all of you know, maybe know, because Daryl didn't know. So I I'm can't. not going to assume that y'all no, know. No, you guys, I, I saw the video. I said I didn't watch the whole Bye. thing. But but I, you, knew, I was the one who pulled the story the last week for you the show. What are you vibe. talking about? You didn't know the vibe. He's, he gets really emotional, guys. <laughs> you see how loud he got? He got really aggressive. That's because you two try and double team me. How we double men flavor. Because you're changing the story. This is not the truth of the story. 
scary oh, because black, I'm a black man. Oh, because yes. I'm black man. I'm you are a scary black, black man right now. I'm going to read man, the text, Sarah. You was like, can we play the video? Because it's so funny. L-O-L-O-L. And I was like, Daryl, you just seen it? And he said, yes. Well, I, I did not the watch thing. the whole thing That's before. Ex- he just had not seen the whole thing. I haven't seen the whole so thing. So basically, he wasn't hip to the game like we were. Now he's trying to be mad that we calling him out I, on the listen, call. Listen, I was the one who pulled the story Not paying attention. None of the other VHS shows that have played the video. Get your facts right. Get your facts right. Moving on, we will let Dario walk his way up out of his feelings while I finish telling you guys what happened. Okay, so we all know that there was a beautiful video review of Miss Patty LaBelle's sweet potato pie done by what's his name, James Wright? Oh my I wish I could sing it like he did. He did it so well. Wait, we're not going to show a clip? But No, we're not. We've seen the clip 800 times. But it was a great clip. He's a beautiful singer. He did a wonderful thing. And the video went viral. I asked for the clip to be shown Daryl's upset because I want Daryl, it's this I want to laugh again. It's not about I, you. We have 12 minutes. Well, if that's it's the case, then we shouldn't you. be talking about the story because it was a last week's story. It's no, it's not. Because no, listen to how she's shading it. If you give me a minute, we're going to get to what happened this week. So, brother sang the song. <laughs> His video went viral because the pies just gave him feelings and turned him into Patty LaBelle, y'all. Okay, so then this week, TMZ was like on the street and they were like, oh, snap, it's Patty LaBelle. She was up in New York. They like pulled her over like, Patty, oh my God, what's up? How you feeling about this pie? She's like, I feel great. They were like, so, you know, are you giving him credit? Like, what how, What are you doing? Because it's because of him that your pies have sold out. She said, no, honey, it's me. It's about me. And then she went on to the Today Show and basically said the same thing. Like, it was all her. She was giving no props. She's like, he's lovely. I sent him flowers. And I thank you. But these pies are sold out and selling for $100 on Craigslist and on eBay because of me. Because that's me. That's all me. So, social media was like, oh, hell no, Patty. We love you. But, girl, ain't nobody knew about your pies, your popsicles, or nothing else. <laughs> Until James started singing that song about your pie. Mm. So, you need to give him his props and stop pretending like it's all you because it is not all you. Well, she has not responded to the backlash on social media. But social media is real upset. They were like, yo, how's she going to just not like give him any real love for it? You just send him some flowers, but then you take all the credit well, on national television. And he probably wouldn't have even won money from it. No, I think I don't think she should give him money, personally. No, yeah. I actually think she should just be like, here is a lifetime supply of my pies, yep. baby. Well, the way he and enjoyed it in the video, I think that he would like it. Love her. Yeah, yeah, he loved that pie. I want it. I was so, I ain't know nothing about no Patty's Pies until I saw that video on my Facebook feed. And I promise you that day I went to the Walmart in my area the looking white for the pies. Walmart. Okay, I ain't gonna lie. I said that. I said I went to the white Walmart assuming. That's the first thing I asked you. I assumed that maybe the white folks weren't hip to what was up with these Patty LaBelle pies. So there might be some left. There were none there. I'm not even sure they were there ever because they had a lot of pumpkin Should've pies. It's on TMZ. Well, I did. I went to the Mexican Walmart, which is in the other <laughs> town. Right. I feel like they would all of them there. But no, don't touch the they were not bus. there. They I still only the have sweet I said, I, that's what I said. That's I, what he said. He I said, said it. You should have went it. to the Mexican. And I was like, of course, I'm going to try the Mexican one. But like, I thought they would be sold out first because a lot of I'm calling brown before folks I go, go to the I'm Mexican one too. But it wasn't there. So I still have no pie. And apparently Walmart will not be re- able to restock the pies until sometime in December. So we'll all be waiting. That's but crazy. That's what I wanted to add. I held the question up because that's kind of the test to me is because you be knowing your stuff. And so my question for you was, did you go to the 
that Walmart. So you did. You went to that Walmart after you saw the video. After I saw the video. Because no I had no that. idea. Mind you, I'm not a big Walmart fan. I don't really like Walmart. It's kind of freaks me out every time I yeah. end up there. But Kmart I do go because they have like really large herbal essences conditioner and you can get it with a pump instead of going to Costco and it's and cheaper. cheaper. Yeah. So I yeah. will go just for that. But every time I'm in there, it stresses me out. But that being said, I went to Walmart and I went to both Walmarts, mind you, and the Mexican Walmart. And I don't, I don't do like food from Walmart. I don't do Walmart. And I went and they were not there. Mm. And I only went because of Mr. Wright. Because the pie don't look like it looked it like look plastic. Exciting. And I assumed. Like it like a fake no, but pie. the way that he licked the, the his way fingers, that he, he ate said, Miss yeah. Patty? I was right. like, yes. And he then he did the, the dance. Yes. Yeah. And the way he but didn't even speak after the first bite. He, he, yeah. he, yes. he just went in the song. Because I yeah. couldn't even imagine that yeah. like a packaged sweet potato pie is really going to be that good. good. It yeah. would be like standard, like yeah. not even that. But and it's he probably, was probably got so dramatic. many sugars and It's like horrible things. And, you know that, what I'm but you know, that's the, why we can eat it at Thanksgiving only. Right. But, but here's my thing. It, yes, Patty did throw a little shade, but I'm not mad no, at her. No, it wasn't a little. Because she got to be careful though. Because if she gives him too much light, then you know that's when he'll start trying to get in her pockets. Well, he can try, but he he ain't got no deal, so yeah, it, that's yeah, what I'm saying. If she, she didn't ask, if she, no, had given she didn't props, ask him to do that him video. To do anything, you could simply say he is fabulous. I'm so glad that pe- more people know about my pies because of that man. Thank you, honey, and be done with He's it. He's a troop. You know what I mean? He gonna Listen, get pro- people sue for lots of things. Every holiday, would, he get a sweet pie. I mean, he can sue anyway, and you want to sue yeah, for pissing win. him off or like not giving him any credit? Then he'll sue in hostility. Yeah, he's more likely to be on your team if you like hear some more yeah. pies, baby. Because now he could say like, "Look, see, she's not even giving me any credit because she knows that I could make some money." Now that's what I feel like the story. What could she go. should do is just take her, take him on a date that she sings and let him uh, do a song with her. Because he was, he was kind of, he was good. He was kind of blowing. See, but see, I think she ain't gonna let him on stage. She don't want to. No, she ain't gonna. That's uh-huh. a great. Yeah. Celebrities are weird about fans. Well, yeah. that's true. And you don't want to make I mean... I'd send him pies. That's just send him pies. <laughs> you like yeah. them? Here you go. And admit that people know about the pies now in a way that they didn't know before. Right. Because I mean, that's, that's absolutely reality. true. So, yeah. yeah. And people are like telling her <laughs> calling, talking about Walmart sending her the receipts so that she's clear <laughs> about what she was selling before and what she was selling She did at. say that, yeah. <laughs> it she was did. hilarious. She did. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there you go. There you go. You ain't got no patty pie. You don't have to make your own for Thanksgiving. Right. And she is not putting the ingredients online at all. It's all good. Girl, ain't nothing in no sweet potato pie, but some nutmeg and sugar and some butter. James knew what he was doing. And in that one, it's some Walmart preservatives that'll probably kill you. So I'm going to... Walmart, Mexican Walmart after I leave here. I promise you they ain't going to be there. I'm going to call first to make sure. They're going to be like, what? Patty LaBelle? I ain't worried about no patty pie. I'm worried about my sweetie pie. (laughs) Sweetie pie. Well, before we worry about sweetie pie. They have that pear cobbler over there. Oh, that pear cobbler. So I know I would literally straight up go over there right now. Oh, but we got like 12 more shows to do tonight. I would because you just talked about it. I would go because you brought it up. Yeah, you did. And now I can think about those mac and cheese balls. Check out sweetie pies in L.A., y'all. to go get them. No, oh. I know you can't because Derry has to leave. But um, so <laughs> ain't that shady? I know, but you know he what? He yelled you know, to his what? black man to voice and won't even go get us no pie. He's gonna go on a damn trip. He's like, I'm gonna go to do, get right? my hair. I got trims. things to do, like play fantasy football on DraftKings.com. That's oh, what I'm going to do. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Then. That's right. I got, I got things to do. So, and you guys should do it as well. Go to DraftKings.com. Use the code name Black. Jesse's doing it. Courtney, Courtney is not. Courtney is Patty Labelle in it, but no, she's back. No, she, she may do it. She may do it this weekend while she's got some time. I'll consider it. I can watch football with her man AJ. So. He don't watch football. Oh, he okay. don't watch sports. Okay. Well, well this will be a great man. reason to try and win some money because there's prizes. You get two million dollars worth of prizes. That's the first prize. Second prize is one million dollars. Up to ten million dollars in prizes overall. I'm just Jesse's manager, so I'm going to take ten percent when he wins. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to take him pick his teams. Too. 
based right. on colors. All right, well, that's fine. DraftKings.com, <laughs> codename Black, play it. Let us know play. if you win. Please tweet us and Instagram us pictures of you winning money because we like that when people win money. All right, we're going to move on to the EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. All right, speaking of pies, and uh, now we have pie on the brains. Welcome to Sweetie Pies is back for its sixth hey, season. Hey, hey, What's happening? We're excited Six. about that. The whole gang, we got Tim Norman, Robbie Montgomery, and their cousin Charles Crenshaw. They are back on OWN, and it just uh, debuted on November 14th, I believe. It was Boom. last Saturday. Yes, last Saturday. It was last Saturday. So uh, they have a new store that's opened up in L.A. We actually got a chance to work with them. We have a, uh, we're going to be on the season finale episode of Welcome to Sweetie Pies. Hey. We did a BHL anniversary party. Y'all can see Daryl eating that chicken. You can see Daryl eating a lot of things in a suit. And I ain't mad at myself. <laughs> I don't care. I'm real black on that one, too. Um, so, But Tim had a great quote. He was asked, you know, just how it is to be back and working with OWN and just the difference of his show versus other reality shows because there's a hell of a month mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. This is what Tim Norman said. He said, I think when people turn on Sweetie Pies, they see a little of themselves in every day. Uh, everybody has a cousin, Charles. Everybody has a hard-headed son, their mama, their grandmother, cussing at him and fussing at him all the time. <laughs> Some of the other reality shows you see, he said, no shade, but you see a lot of the extravagant things. And he said, that is not the norm. He said, I think when you turn on Sweetie Pies, you are going to see a normal family trying to make it in everyday life. I, I appreciate that. Agree. I agree. And his That's mom and grandma will definitely cut you out. And yes. I love Robbie because we interviewed her on yeah. the red carpet for the, uh, what was that, the NAACP, NAACP awards, awards. And she was a Spitfire then. She's a Spitfire and she roller skates. And she rolls skates. And she's like 70 something, right? Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, she's and up she's, there. She but looks she be good. Roller skating with her like, edgy little haircut. That's why you got to stay her. active. Yes. She has a. Um, uh, she um, released an album this year. She's got an album. Yeah, she's yeah. been working. She's working on an album, and Tim has an album coming out as well. Yeah. So definitely support Welcome to Sweet Pies. I hear this season is, once again, a great season. <laughs> I mean, BHL. You get to really learn. I mean, we're there. We're, listen, BHL is we're not there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And uh, we want to go get some chicken wings. I really would. Like, they need to deliver. That would change my life. They're right down the street, though. I know. They, they have a new location in West in uh, North Hollywood in Los Angeles. So if you are in the area, please go check them out. Check out their green beans, though. Them green no, beans. the mac and cheese balls. The I'm mac and cheese you. balls, the catfish, catfish, all of it. Even though I don't it eat catfish, amazing. I heard it was good. It was amazing. All right, so congratulations and welcome, sweet pies. Last story of the night is something that uh, I'm not too surprised about, to be honest with you. Um, the Hollywood Reporter they put <laughs> out an issue every November that usually leads up to predictions on who may be Oscar worthy. And this particular time, they have all women on the cast, all white women, which is causing a lot of controversy because. A lot of people are saying there's no black actresses that could have been on the cover. So the cover right now features Helen Mirren, Kate Blanchett, Brie Larson, Kate Winslet, Carrie Mulligan, Jane Fonda, Jennifer Lawrence, and Charlotte Rippling. And, uh, you know, the Hollywood Reporter said they actually had a little article about what was going on with the cover. Because once the cover came out, people were saying, what the hell like, is going on? Like, if you know before you release it, <laughs> you that you have that to you write release an article, an article with it. <laughs> well, the, the interesting Walking thing, in one of the writers by the name of Stephen Galloway, he said that he was looking at the cover and realized, why do we, you know, when we're doing this cover, why do we have only white women on there? He said even him as a white man was really surprised about the featuring <laughs> of the cover. So this is what he said. Twitter when, dragged him for that. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but this is what he said uh, in, in an article entitled, Why Every Actress on the Hollywood Reporter Roundtable Cover, Roundtable cover is White. So 
How are people picked and when? Often they're chosen before anyone has even seen their films. When our editors are faced with tough decisions on whom to include and whom to turn down, not to mention juggling the schedules of the far-flung members of the Hollywood tribe. We rely on the early buzz from the festivals, word of mouth from insiders who may have seen rough cuts of the films and calculated and guessed at which studio is throwing its weight behind whom. In doing all this this year, as we prepare for this cover, we discover precisely zero actresses of color in the Oscar conversation. At least in the weeks in early September when the roundtables are put together, weeks before the actual ceremony takes place and months before the nominations are announced on January 14th. His last remark was, the awful truth is that there are no minority actresses in genuine contention for an Oscar this year. Straight out of Compton, which has provided some great roles for African-American men and whose success adds proof that studios ignore minority audiences at their peril, had no female leads. He also said Fast and Furious <laughs> 7 had uh, women of color, but that's not quite Oscar that's bait. So what do you guys think about this cover and about Mr. Galloway's response to the negativity that's surrounding The Hollywood Reporter with this cover? <laughs> Jesse, what do you think? I mean, like you said, when I saw it, I was like, this isn't even surprising to me. No. Like, But what actually then, devil's advocate, yes. is to say, and if we're going to look at this from a positive standpoint, is maybe the reason now that finally change might be coming or seems to be coming in Hollywood now it's in people's heads for him to look at the cover sure. which you've yes. been putting out which Twitter years. which yeah. Twitter reminded him by sending him all of the previous, previous covers cover. yeah. that yeah. look like a damn winter wonderland right. as well and um, maybe now though it's in his head when he's starting to public publish these magazines and look at the covers and saying, oh we should probably mix a little diversity in there this doesn't look right so if that's where this is stemming from, that finally people are starting to open their minds and and it will move in that direction. But I just think it's fucking ridiculous. I think that, to be quite honest, I think that they did this on purpose, did the article on purpose, and now we're sitting here talking about it again. And then I would love to see what the next issue is going to be. Just a thought. Yeah, and, uh, and the mic drop, shit. And the mic drops. <laughs> and the mic drops, Courtney. I mean... <laughs> what to say. Okay, I just uh, I will not place my issue with the Hollywood Reporter. My issue moves back to the whole industry in general that is valuing only certain films as Oscar worthy mm -hmm. and they are often not very diverse films. And perhaps now at least the magazine that's sort of doing the coverage is now aware of their sort of narrow lens it'll also be sort of a reflection back to studios and producers and all of those things places where these films are coming from that maybe we can also open our eyes so that there is a group of films that have Asians and Latinas and black people and all of these things that are Oscar worthy yeah. because to believe that those films don't actually exist is bullcrap the fact is is that they don't get the attention and they aren't paid attention to. So I'm sure they're out there. There's lots of creative colored people out there. And I know I said colored people. Don't come for me. Um, but they aren't <laughs> on the the list. They're just, yeah. They don't make the list. And they don't get the attention that these other films get. And for a variety of reasons, which are elaborate and ridiculous. And in 2015, like, the excuses are old. Like... 
obviously, you need to look at other films. Stop just sticking with what you know and what's comfortable and branch out and yeah. sell them because they do sell. So go find them and sell them and stop pretending like it's up to everybody else to do it for you because those people are knocking at the door and have never been let in. It's up to you to open the door because you're on the inside. So let them in. And I feel like Hulu and Netflix can make a big change in the industry because as, I, as yeah. I become a Netflixer and a Huluer and whatnot... And we talk about this, but like it gets to that point of like, okay, well, and stars. I think stars is is really changing their game a trying. lot with a lot of things. But yeah. I feel like with Netflix, it's like you get to the point where it's like they're not adding new content, so it's like it forces you to have to find something else. Yeah. You start watching movies and genres that you never typically would before. And I mean, for me, that's how I got into independent movies. I, I yeah. would always look at a certain grain of a camera and be like, oh, I can't even deal with this fucking movie. Or you know, I, that's yeah. just how right, I was. Right. Now I've become, you know, what I mean. Like into documentaries, independent films, and whatnot, and I, I'm hoping that because of this online world that we're starting to move our way through with Netflix and Hulu, maybe if some of the the younger new directors head over to that direction, and, no. and I think that's kind of starting because people are producing films yeah, and selling them to Netflix, so you don't have to really go through the studio system in the same way yeah. that some of these other films are, but. Studio system still needs to open up. Everybody keeps saying like the studio system is over and it's going to explode and it's just based. And I, I I mean, maybe it will eventually, but it doesn't seem like that's happening any soon, anytime soon. So they still have quite a bit of power that needs to be. Well, here's the thing too. You know, the the Hollywood Reporter came back and said, "Don't blame us, blame Hollywood." Which, which there is definitely fair, relevant truth to that. They are representing what exists. Now, here's the thing. I think also people are a little disturbed because we just came off of somewhat a successful award season for mm-hmm. television with African Americans. Yes. We have Viola Davis, obviously, who gave an amazing speech and said, you know, the only thing that separates her from being a great actress or getting an acting role, I'm fair paraphrasing, yeah. but is to have opportunity, opportunity basically. Yeah. And I think that that has to translate into film as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there were some amazing films this year. There were Tangerine, there was uh, Girlhood, there's obviously Chirac, but I think that that obviously came, came too late, late yeah. for it. But they said, the article also talks about how a lot of these films had African American women who were there who, who were more supporting roles. Though. Yeah. They weren't... Lead roles. They, he, he, even in the article, he talks about how he tried to compare some of these movies and say, okay, who what African American actress in this film can kind of compete with this Helen Mirren role or this Kate Blanchett role? And he said the unfortunate thing, which was, that's why he's saying, don't blame me, blame Hollywood, is that a lot of those roles weren't the same because Kate Blanchett has the lead role, but then, you know, these other movies don't have the lead role per well, se. And reporter. then the ones that do have it, they're not Oscar, what they consider Oscar worthy. Yeah. But y'all are just the, you saving the world out here. You know, just causing attention to all of this. Thank you guys, Hollywood <laughs> reporters. Thank you. Just yeah. bringing attention to it so we all get the magazine right. and watch the roundtables. Exactly. I but mean, you know what? But now they gotta step it up though. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you brought it to light so you better step it up. So. They need to step it up. And in, and in general, it's not just about people of color, especially when the, when the whole idea of women they didn't have much to choose from to begin with yeah, because right. leading role, meaty roles for women are rare as it is. So they're going mostly to white women and then the rest of us get the little pickings. So on top of that, it's an issue about color diversity, but it's also an issue about women and whether women in power and in power roles behind the scenes and in front of the scenes because the roles are limited versus as many male lead roles as we get. Right. And then behind the scenes, we don't have that support. So it's a 
messy situation to begin with, starting from the point that men are running it all still. They are, but you know what? I do think that there will be a slight change. I mean, obviously we talked about George Lucas giving money to um, USC for the to focus on brown folks, brown folks, and there's going to be a you know a, a lot of students who come out of that film school who will be able to produce and direct these type of films yes. that yes. are needed in Hollywood. So People I think that attention. we're getting it in television slightly. Yeah. We got a lo- hell of a long way to go, but we are starting to see yeah. a slight change, and that just needs to translate to yeah. film. And there's actually a really good article. I think it was came out today. Maybe it was yesterday in the New York Times, I believe, and it's basically talking about it's specifically talking about female directors in Hollywood and how the how the men sort of bring up like a man can like do a indie flick and go to Sundance and then the next year he's like under the wing of some other man director and making and gets a hundred million dollar movie that he gets right. to direct but women it doesn't happen for that so I think it's a cool sort of study on the way things need to change because they need to be able to take women and people of color under their wings the same way they take their bro that looks like them under their wings and bring them up in the same way mm-hmm. and that right. would sort of rectify the situation. I feel that. Oh. Alright, well, this is the show today for this week. I think I'm going to go try and find my Patty LaBelle sweet potato well, pie. Obviously you're not gonna bring and if I can't pie. find that, then I'm going to try and get a welcome to Sweet Pie's pie. Maybe so now, you, now you're going to go to Sweet Pie. Yeah, I'm going to go without y'all and I'm going to eat it and I'm going to send y'all a picture. That's what I'm going to do. All oh. right. Where can fans find you, Courtney? Okay, well, you can not find me on pie. Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Stuart Starlet. Obviously without a pie because Daryl ain't trying to share. Right. And Jesse, where can people find you? Everywhere at DJ Jesse J. And you can find me at Daryl Kristen on mm. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and possibly mm. at your local um, Walmart trying mm. to get a pile of bell pie. All right. Uh, have a great holiday weekend. Thanksgiving. Go buy Eat all the lot. pies out right now. Go so buy Darryl pies. Get them. Yeah, see, that's messed up. <laughs> but have a great weekend. Bye. Bye-bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Daryl Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.